Good morning. Uh, the Lead Live is brought to you by Pint and Plow Brewing Company of Kerrville, Texas. We are having coffee this morning, enjoying the day. Also by Texas Country Advisors. Thank you to Andrew and Gilbert. Our good friends over at K-Pub, safe, reliable, and yours. We'll need them today because it's going to be windy. Peterson Health. Thank you to them. And our good friends over at Kerr County Abstract and Tile Company. Also, thanks to Fitch Estate Sales. Greg A. Richards Law, Wild Birds Unlimited, Eurotex, Killdeer Mountain Manufacturing, and State Farm Insurance. Amber Thomason, go by and see them and see how they're doing. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Lead Live. It's wonderful Wednesday, and here I am. You're here now. I can hear you now. It's wonderful Wednesday. It's wonderful Wednesday. How are you? I am great. I'm great. I'm I'm exhausted and loving it all. It uh, <laughs> you you you've been you, you I, I'm feeling it this morning myself. This was a uh, I was an insomniac last night, so I was too. Uh, and I did something terrible last night. What? Uh, okay, so you know now that I'm a man of a certain age, um, <laughs> I I. I had a long I had a long night. I went to the uh, I went to the city council mm. forum last night. I want to talk about that for a second but after this. But is there okay? We're going to talk about the city council, but it's remember, just you know asterisk. Remember, it's wonderful it, Wednesday. This will, be, this will be a wonderful conversation. Okay. But uh, it's wonderful Wednesday. We have to keep to the theme. There's there's two things that I wanted to tell you though about though is okay, that I'm I, ready. I I had this dream that we were being robbed at at the. No, uh, my wife, you know, <coughs> does the carriers over at the, uh, oh, yes. at, the oh, at the paper, yes. right, at the Daily Times, and um, one of her carriers is being robbed by this guy. In your dream, in your dream, in my dream. Okay. And so then he comes over, and he comes over to my car, and he's like, well, "What do you got in there?" And I like stuff, and he's like, well, "Let me see." You know, he's got a knife, right? A gun, a, a knife, or some kind of knife thing, right? Well, it turns out that I like he he drops the knife, and I kick him. Oh, whoa. Right? Wow. Kung fu but, fighting. Okay. But I kicked my wife. <laughs> also. Also. <laughs> in the dream. Uh, it, and and it, she, I mean, it woke her up. It kind of woke me up, you know, but it was like. Were you ki- really kicking her? I did kick her, yeah. In She's the- like, I, kicked her, I kicked her in real life. And she was like, <laughs> she was like, uh, you just kicked me. And I felt so terrible. That is amazing. I was, I felt so bad. I kept apologizing to her all that night. That is yeah. so good. Yeah. So there you go. But I think it was because I had to sit through the city council candidates forum last night. Uh, if you missed it, it's on. We have it available on the Leeds uh, Facebook page. We have all three videos. So is the lady night. that still ha- needs a knee surgery? She's still pushing forward. She is, but she did not show up last night. What? Yes, she did not attend last night's meeting. Okay. And is she in surgery? Uh, nobody knows. The Chamber <laughs> of Commerce is going to let her have a surrogate last night, a surrogate backer. Um, who uh, a, pro- a proxy a proxy <laughs> person? Yes. I don't know if that's legal. Uh, it just seems strange, it's right? It's totally strange. So then they, okay. so then the the com- the governmental affairs committee kind of pulled themselves together and said, "Yeah, no, it's not going to happen." So Brenda Hughes, who's running in place <laughs> four, didn't have anybody to talk. She just basically talked to Carolina Villapando, Doherty, Doherty, who is uh, the publisher of the Daily Times, right. who moderated the event last night. She just talked to. They just had a conversation about policies. The just, real. I mean, yeah, good. Uh, Joe Herring Jr. was there um, with uh, Katie, Hannah, K- 
Katie Chapman hand. I, I always get it backwards. Uh, and that was actually very polite um, and, and, and pleasant. Um, Katie can be a flamethrower a bit. Joe's not. Um, but Joe is – both of them – it's an interesting race because both of them have been born in Kerrville. So I'd be curious, like, when was the last time we had uh, one of those races where both of the candidates were born here in, in Kerrville? But uh, probably more than I think, but it just was kind of interesting. But the real fireworks were on the mayoral race. And I got to tell you, I have got a list of questions I got to fact check today because Brent Bates laid out some things that I just do not know how true they are. And I'm going to tell you right now, folks, uh, that his and the problem was wait, is is, it, wait, isn't he he's suing the county. So he's suing the city in federal court. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right. Uh, I and mean, I just don't I mean, I don't I don't know any like, honestly, I don't know. Anything about them? Right, I don't so know about. I don't know about the, uh, the the lady with the knee. Her name is uh, Robin Monroe. Robin, and I don't know. I don't know Brent. You don't know Brent. I don't. I don't know them. But I'm just saying that if you're suing the organization that you want to be a part of, yeah. city council, right? Right. You're suing the city, like that. Just seems so odd. It is odd. It, it, I mean, it, it, that's just it. That's it. And, and, and so and, and so Judy Eichner said, I'm the only candidate here that doesn't <laughs> uh, doesn't have an agenda. And Brent clearly laid out an agenda where he made it clear. He's like, look, you know, the city of Houston has no zoning. They don't have a community services or community development or developmental services department, which. Wait, city of Houston, city of Houston. Right. They have no zoning. Right, which got them in trouble during Katrina and things like that because you know they don't they don't have any planning, right? So um, he he was interesting. What was crazy about the whole conversation was he was advocating for that, at the, at, but at the same time was saying, "Well, we need to control growth. We need to control man. We need to manage our growth." Well, what is it, dude? Is it going to be this? Or is it going to be that? I don't know. But you can't really fact check a guy in that forum. But he made claims last night. That he got a fire marshal fired, that he got, um, you know, the city council was firing the city manager, uh, that he built the river trail, or he started construction on the river trail. I mean, again, these are things I just don't know, you know, the, the truth on at this point, because there's history there that, that um, I, I don't fully understand yet. So I've got a lot of calls. Here's my and, question. Yeah. How much an hour is the attorney that we are paying for? I need to call my my case and ask him that. So my here's the deal. My case, right, yeah. is is not a litigator. Right. No. Right. So he has yeah. to hire attorneys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm asking. These attorneys that we're hiring to defend our city right. against people who want to be a member of our leadership. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How much are they charging an hour? Oh, I. I so that's you, a real question. There are. Yeah. No. There are at least three attorneys representing the city on this matter uh, in federal court. That isn't a federal. So this is somebody who has to. Be able to litigate federally. Yes, that's a thing too. Yes, and so that's that's again that makes it not wonderful Wednesday. Right. That makes it wacky Wednesday. Wa we wacky. don't want wacky it's Wednesday. Wa so here's the question: though, for wonderful though, what is the, what are the two big issues for you as a business owner, property owner, resident of Kerrville? What are the two biggest issues? I, I've already. I actually. I city leadership actually texted me this question. Yeah, and I responded. Yeah. So, my trickle down right. Mm -hmm. And it is it's a trickle down. So I'm a business owner and I'm in a different um, uh, economic bracket than mm -hmm. lots of my employees. Yeah. Okay. And, and I realize that. 
And I have been in the bracket that my <laughs> some of my employees right, are in. Right. And the thing that I hear from them and what makes it difficult to be a, um, a um, to feel supported in this community is that housing is insane, mm-hmm. which we already know. Right. And the other thing that's really insane is um, child care. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, that is true. Th- those two things that that in order for people to be employed mm-hmm. and to and to feel like they can go home and, you know, uh, they, that their that their work is going to get them somewhere. Right. Right. Because the most frustrating thing about childcare is that it often costs so much money that you basically are working to pay for child care. Exactly. You know. That's it. That, so I think those are two of our, our, our real issues that we face mm-hmm. as and because we have such a giant gap in mm-hmm. wealth. Right. Right. So the people who are are providing services for the ultra wealthy, which we know we have a community full of right. and retired. Yep. From Houston. Right. Well, I mean, wherever they're from. Right. Right. Um, I mean, we, we know there's a huge gap here. Right. And so the people that are the ultra wealthy are the retired. I mean, we know that that's also the segment, mm-hmm. right? But they don't need child care. Right, right. <laughs> they no. don't need housing. Right. And so they don't see that the infrastructure in our community is very lopsided right now. Yes. And so I think that is uh, something that I'm aware of. I mean, here's my other thing. I don't have the answer. Yeah. Like, usually I'm like, well, you know what we're going to do? We're going to open a daycare. That is not my jam. Right. I'm My my children barely survived me. And honestly, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, and honestly, like, uh, opening a daycare is really hard. It's a, it's a, trem- I mean, there is nothing more. Ex- responsibility. Responsibility. Oh, can't even imagine. There, right. there is a, there is, there is some regulatory stuff you got to deal with. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, and it is, it is not. It, it, you know, in order to be fair to the parents, you can't charge them an arm and a leg, right. you know, for right. that I mean, because it it's becomes, again, the mm-hmm. antithesis of their existence, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm working really hard to pay child care. Right. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. And, and my rent. Yes. Right. That, ah, that's yeah. that. And so, you know, the way that I combat that is I pay as much as I can. Yeah. I really do. As an employer, I try to pay as much as I possibly can, get bonuses and provide some health benefits and things like those that. Those are huge. Those are huge. Those are huge. And it, but it's hard. Yeah. It, it does. It, you know, it affects my bottom line. Right. 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 And so I try to, but I do try to be a conscientious, uh, employer. Uh huh. You like yes, that? Yes, I do like that. Uh, but, but see that you, you are one of those people that, you know, are very important to the conversation because of your stature as a business owner and an employer. And, you know, so those are two big issues. The housing the, the one is, is huge. The problem is that, to be really frank, mm-hmm. I don't want to be in city leadership necessarily. Yeah. I want to do things that kind of affect me, right? Yeah, I right. think that's how we all are. Right. You know, I'm not. I'm just trying to be transparent. But it's and it's really hard right now because I don't have. Um, I'm, I'm. I really need employees right now. I'm desperate, and every one of my companies for an employee. Yeah. And I'm not going to say the word desperate. I have a hole that needs to be filled. You, you have, you, and you made a good point too that you also want people who are experienced and have some some yeah, responsibility I, too. Well, you know, really, what I want, I t- what I hire to is loyalty. Yeah, and I can kind of teach the rest. Right. Um. And um, it's and I have amazing employees. I just need more of them. Yeah. We, you know, we since we've um, you know, we opened the Tomei Boutique downtown. Right. By the way, we just had our um, uh vinyl put on our windows it looks fabulous i need to i need to go in there i saw some video of gold cup 
that yeah. look fabulous too. Yeah, Gold so, Cup's up and running. Yeah. I don't have my. I, nobody knows where I'm at. They don't have an address on. <laughs> there's nothing on there. I hear you. Because I'm waiting for my uh, my sign ordinance. I've done, did my did, did my due diligence that way. Talking about city leadership. There you go. Yeah. Well, anyway, if you guys want to watch the videos, read the story. Um, yeah. You can subscribe to the lead. Uh, the story is behind the paywall because you know why. Here's the thing. I was up until midnight last night writing that story, and I thought to myself when I put when I get ready to publish it, I was like, this took hours. You guys are going to have to pay for this, for me to distill this. Now, if you want to watch the video for yourself, it's free. Go ahead. Have at it. Uh, we, 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 we've shot all three segments of the vi of last night and posted them on our Facebook page. But you're page. saying that what your opinion is behind the paywall. I like it. Yes. The uh, Well, I'm, I'm going to say my analysis. I'm going to start saying that. I'm yes. going to start saying that when people ask. See, people, this is one of the things that I guess I'm a, uh, I'm like a, a party favor. Yeah. Okay. When right. I go to someone's home, because they'll take me around room to room mm -hmm. and ask me, how much something's worth? Yep. What's the value of it? And so now I'm going to, sorry, that's behind the paywall. That's behind the paywall. <laughs> that is Get, behind. You say, just right That here. is behind the paywall. You want me to know? Give me a little, grease yes. me up. Grease me up. That's what I'm at right now. Okay, you so. get two, it's a, you get two for free. Yeah. And the rest are behind the paywall. Right behind the paywall. <laughs> so for $5.99 a month, you can go read the story. Oh. Uh, you get a month of content. Hey, I just went ahead and did the whole year. I just, I think I did it. I think I did it under two different emails. Or something, two, maybe two different maybe, users. Maybe. Yeah, wow, it's okay. I, you know what? I'll take it. I'm, I know I'll you will. It. I love it. it. So, um, um, okay, I, I, okay. I have an important question for you. No, no, I have an important question for okay, you. All right. Okay, you just back up there for all a right, second, right, buddy. Right, okay, right, go ahead. We uh, before the show started, you said something, and uh, this may be my last show, guys. Okay, okay, here we go. Here we go. Because if you if you remember correctly, last week I said. During the show, yep. as the show ended, I yep. said, mm. when you see Billy Bob Thornton, yes. be sure, yes. Lewis, be sure, be sure to ask him, mm -hmm. is he really afraid of antiques? Yes. Okay? And so, you not, now here's the other thing. Mm. You didn't have just one chance, but you had two chances to ask him this. I had 15 minutes to ask him that, okay. and I failed. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a note. I, it's not, why, were you, okay. I got a note about it, too, by the way. Like, okay. Sandy Wolfmore sent me a text saying, I'm so disappointed in you. What'd she say? I, I want you to read the text. Uh, I want you to read this text. Let me see here. Hold on a second. Let me let me find this. Uh, okay, yeah. Go, let's go. Let's go to this. Let's, let's go to here. this text. Um, let me see here. Yeah. Um, I, want the, I want to hear the whole oh, thing. Oh, this is great. Okay. Haven't listened to your show yet. Did you ask Bob, Billy Bob, if he hates antiques? Also, did you ask about Kinky? And I said, they mentioned kinky without me saying anything. I didn't ask about antiques. And then I got this note back. Rachel is going to be so pissed at you. Have you ever seen her pissed? I said, I can imagine. She'll be so disappointed. I'm a little disappointed, too. <laughs> so that would have been a great lead into last week's show. Okay, let me. This, uh, this uh, is, is that it? Is that it? Uh, and then, it, and yeah. then they just she just quit texting. Then I said, yeah. Then I didn't talk to her for like four days. She wouldn't talk to me for like four yeah, days. Yeah. Well. See. Okay. See? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to throw this confession yeah, out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was me. Was that you? <laughs> <laughs> that was totally me. When she sent that, I I went over to have dinner with them. Dean was out of town. Yeah. Went over to have dinner. We're sitting out having a glass of wine, and she goes. Lewis didn't ask about Billy Bob. And I was like, what? Uh, and she's like, look, and she hands me her phone. I'm like, open it. <laughs> 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 and 
And That's so pretty I'm good. Like, and so I was like, oh, I was like, I really want to try to make him feel so bad. I was like, I thought about using sentences like, oh, she'll be devastated. Lewis, how could you fail her? That was your one <laughs> chance. I was like, no, that, that Sandy wouldn't say that. Sandy wouldn't say that. But see, so I, see you, I, but I, I kind of, did I give you some Sandy kind of you replies? Did, you did. I know. I was you like, did. Sandy's going to be direct. And yeah. Oh, it was so good. Okay. I mean, that was, I feel like, that I, was, feel like I got you back. Yeah, you did. Totally that, the one where it says, I'm a little disappointed too. That was cutting. <laughs> that was cutting. That, 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 that hurt the is most. so good. I was like, this is coming straight from Sandy. I'm a little disappointed. Too. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, I pranked him, guys. I got him back. Uh, he didn't you. ask about Billy Bob, and guess what? You got me. Gotcha. Ha ha. You got me. Um, oh, I, that's good. Billy Bob was like in hiding when I talked to him. I know. That's just so... Come on. I mean, it's in freaking Kerrville. First of all, you don't even look like anybody, right? Yeah, right. I mean, it's so nondescript, right? Yes. He's a short dude with a goatee. And very skinny. Okay. And, very and very skinny. skinny. Yes. Yeah. Um, Maybe I, he's afraid of food. I, I read I read two <laughs> things, you know, like one, he doesn't like to talk about his acting career. And I was like, that can't be true. But I didn't ask about it. But I did ask about baseball. And we got off on that tangent. So. See, and he asked, he asked, he said, Oh my gosh, I did tell say, you. He said, Robert O'Keen, if Robert O'Keen's in town, please come by the show. So that's what he did. He did say that. So anyway, I can't believe you. I mean, like, come on, you had him right I there. I know. Can you have his number? You can text him? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the show on the 16th. So you'll get to see him. I'll get to see him. I'm going to so, ask okay, him. Okay, will you really ask yeah, him this I will time? Ask him. I will ask it's him. It's like, hey, Billy Bob, I yes. have one of this other, I have this world famous antique appraiser on uh, on my show. Yeah. And uh, she's read in the past that you're afraid of antiques. True yeah. or false? Yeah, exactly. And I and, and that would be, see, that was that's one of the two questions I would definitely like to ask him. Like, is this, this can't be true. Right. Yeah, yeah, you had the chance, but no. I did. No, you talked and about the other freaking one I, baseball. I did. I did. He's a okay, speaking of baseball, yeah. I was called last week to an estate sale appointment. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, baseball cards. Everything baseball. Really? This guy was a major uh, San Diego Padres fan. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. And so, like, signed Ozzie Smith baseballs and oh, really? all kinds of cool really? stuff. Yeah. Huh. He had, like, jerseys. And I think, you know what I feel like, like, when the, the vibe of like his collection is, mm-hmm. is that maybe he was like on that. What's it called? The, the team, the team that's below the minors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he was yeah. in the minors. I feel I like that. I feel like he was in the minors. I feel like he was in the minors during that time. Uh, could be. Yeah. You know, it's easy to, f- to track that down. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to Yeah, just yeah. go, just type his name in and uh, actually go to baseball. Is it baseball abstract? There's a couple of baseball sites that have all of them. It's totally verifiable. We used to do a thing in, in, in when I was in sports years ago, like one guy would tell my sports, there's two things people lie about their baseball careers and their military careers. And it was hard to do military careers, but baseball is really easy to see if they ever, because if you, if you had a single at bat, um, it's it's logged. Military stuff you can get, but you have to. You have to kind of work. You have for to ask it. for yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, you have to jump yeah. through some hoops and. Yeah. Yeah, I've did that one time to expose uh, what I call stolen valor. Yeah, that that is an issue. Oh know? yeah. Yeah, that is that is an issue. I always love you know there's like on there's YouTube pages that do that actually they'll go yeah. and, and get stolen anyways. Valor. Back to so ba- so I'm gonna yeah they have baseball cards and all and kinds see, of and, stuff. And just so. an, an interesting connection here, with Billy Bob, who's a he's a huge Cardinals fan, and of course. Ozzie Smith started with the Padres, and they traded him to the Cardinals, and that's where he's you know his Hall of Fame career was at was with the, with the Cardinals. There's so much um, baseball memorabilia there; it'll be fun. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, it's just a buyout, so I'm going to go and buy and it all. In. What do you think? Uh, what do you think is the? I best have no thing? idea. 
Really? I mean, like literally, it was a. So here's one of my techniques. When yeah. you go into an estate sale home, yeah, uh, for an appointment, you don't really like go crazy about anything. Yeah. The moment you do, I mean, if it's literally like. Hey, I, I really like your coffee mug. Yeah. That when you go back, the coffee mug's gone because, you know, it might have value. And right. It's like, well, isn't that the whole point of me coming? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, but like, we are working on a sale right now. Uh, and we're going to, we'll post there all the information about it this weekend. But we're going to be taking appointments next week for it. Okay. That's uh, it's a real, real beautiful home in a, a closed community here in the Hill Country. And uh, so we're going to be doing appointment only. It'll be fun. It'll be a nice sale to, to get into. I'd be curious for so the baseball thing. I'd like to see that. I know, right? I know. Uh, yeah, um, so would probably Billy Bob Thornton. But yeah. he's, you know, he's afraid of old things. He's so afraid maybe. of old Why would he want that then? <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Here's the thing, though. When you that's look at I'm him, saying. he's I like... Think, I think that's false. I think that's just one of those internet rumors. Yeah. Can you, can, Billy Bob, can you debunk this theory that you are... That's what we need. We need, we need we, a debunk. We need to debunk this thing, because this is, just seems crazy. Yeah, because that and, just... And, yeah. I, and I can't believe he wouldn't want to talk about his acting career either, uh, which I didn't really have a lot of time to talk to him about it. Because if you think about it right now, the only thing I can think of Billy Bob Thornton is like, um, isn't it like Tombstone? Yeah, where he gets slapped. Yeah, he gets man slapped by Kurt Russell. Yeah, but he's in a show called Goliath, which I have not watched, mm -hmm. which I think is on, it's on AMC or it's on Star. It's on, I think it's on a pay channel, but it's supposed to be really good, and it's been going on for five or six seasons. And he plays a detective, and and uh, you know. TV right now. I mean, there's so much on television. There's so much. You know what I've been watching? The uh, I think it's on HBO. The Julia. Oh, is it show. good? Gosh, so good. Is it? Yeah. I'm into the Lakers show right now. Yeah, that one's super. Um, I, that, yeah, one's, that, one's little, about, that one's a little, little edgy for me. Yeah. And I don't really dig basketball. I love you it. You know, most sports to me are so when I can boil them down to like a really elementary yeah. level. And these people are, as you know, I will say this: that Shaquille O'Neal mm -hmm. told a story. Um, himself and I was kind of blown away by it that uh, he was at a he's at a game and he this this mom was kind of in the I guess she was in the stadium or whatever uh, was that arena yeah the arena in the arena yes. basketball arena I'm, I'm, I know the story but yeah go ahead yeah and and uh, she kind of screams at him like why why do you sell you know hundred dollar shoes and these babies look up to you, meaning her, you know, children look up to you, and you're selling hundred dollars sneakers plus maybe two hundred dollars pair yeah, of pair right. of sneakers. He's like, she's like, that's so wrong. Mm -hmm. So he said he calls Reebok, and he was supposed to get like some like twenty million dollar payout. Right. And he calls Reebok, and he says, "I'm out. I'm not doing this deal." And then he calls Walmart, and he says, "I want to sell my shoes at Walmart, and I want to I want to build a shoe that." you know, anybody can afford. Right, right. And, you know, that's one of the best-selling shoes ever. Well, you know, and I remember when his shoes came out, the Reeboks, uh, the pumps. Yeah. You know, there was it was a very distinctive shoe, and it was like $100. And that yeah. was like 1993 so or four. so expensive, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. But but he but that he actually listened to mm -hmm. this woman and, like, had some contemplative yeah. moment. See, I think that's pretty awesome. Shaq has great stories, by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Shaq is also um, incredibly wise about money and. Well, uh, because he, um, uh, so I think it was like some uh, banker or something kind of pulled him to the side mm -hmm. when he first got his money and said, do not mm -hmm. do that. You know, and he's like, you can't. He said, you know, when when um, 
so often athletes mm -hmm. get, you know, that that initial payout. They want to go crazy, right? Yeah. All the things I've never had. Right. And, and he did that. He, he talks about that. He bought Mercedes from Yeah, and he spent and a million. He spent his first million dollars in, in like 10 minutes. Yeah, it was on, gone. on cars, basically. Yeah, yeah. and then he went, oh, ooh, ooh, now what, yeah, right? Now what? And yeah. so. Not yeah, gonna work. I mean, I guess we can all take that lesson, yeah. right? It's all relative. It's all relative. It is all relative. You know, people um, that there's a line, mo money, mo problems. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes that is the case. I mean, yeah. um, it's just hard to uh, like all the moving parts that I have. I mean, I had a, I had got some form from the state of Texas that I had in, uh, incorrectly filed my franchise taxes. I'd paid them, but the form was not right. <laughs> Sounds like my so taxes. They were like, "Okay, we're going to shut your entire business down." Right, and I'm right. like, no. "Call my accountant." Like, "Can you please help me?" And they're like, "Yeah." And so they did it. And it was like literally a form I didn't turn in. Wow. And it was like, I turned it in, but I didn't do it right. Or there was, I mean, it was a very benign yeah. thing. They had gotten their money. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> but no, no, that no, does not matter. No, you got to get form that right. form right. Right. Anyways, and so, um, and so sometimes I think the first time you <clears throat> pay franchise taxes. After a year of business, it can be shocking. You're like, oh, oh, yeah, I didn't, yeah. oh this is a, this, I didn't know this, this was coming. This is, Hi. This is, Hi. Did, I set a, did I set aside the money? Oh, well, yes. I mean, yeah. you, I mean that, yeah, you know, that's the thing. The other thing that can, that can get you is uh, large uh, purchases. You always got to be ready. You never know when somebody's going to stack up um, 10 gold coins in front of you. Yeah, <laughs> you right. Know? Oh, go, hey, how much you pay me for these? Oh, just one moment, please. <laughs> let, me, let me go. Let me go. Let me go. Let me, go <laughs> let me find look over here. Okay. Let yeah, me dig I can in the buy, couch for some nickels. <laughs> it, is a, it is a funny, it is a funny business. The more, but you know, sometimes you're, the crazier part is that your margin gets thinner. You're thin, right. Right. right that's, right. that's a, I mean, the most money I ever made was probably when it was like, me and, and um, you know, two of my employees in, a, in my pickup truck um, hoofing card tables around Kerrville. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying in proportion right. to the juggernaut that I have uh, <laughs> created right. now. The, but, you know, the other side of that is that, you know, when you when I make a deal now, it's it's a bit it's a bigger deal. I had a guy tell me um, the other day or a few weeks ago uh, when I was when I was in Miami, at the conference, he was looking at my rate card and I said, he goes, I don't think this is enough. And I'm like, uh, I go, it's just me. I go, how much, how much do I need to, to do, do I need to charge? And he's like, I try charge triple. I'm like, I don't think I have any customers oh at this gosh, point. Yeah. yeah. I don't have any overhead. Well, and th this is how I always answer somebody that has that kind of perspective yeah. that lives in a large city, Miami, right? Yeah. Oh, triple is ridiculous, right? Yeah. I go, um, newspaper still works. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. they're like, what do you mean? Like. Like newsprint, when you when I tell people in um, you know in the pawn world, yeah. uh, or even in the estate sale world, outside of you know they're in large cities. Let's say they're in Atlanta or San Francisco, mm -hmm. um, uh, Kansas City, Missouri, giant cities, right? Right. And I go, yeah, and they're like, well, how do you advertise for like a huge estate sale? And I'm like, well, I usually do a one page ad. And they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, in the newspaper, mm -hmm. I'll do full color, full page ad. Yep. They're like what i'm like yeah it'll, i send out uh postcards huh <laughs> like like old school yeah. right? i just you just don't you just don't like take a cardboard piece of paper and write it on the, and, and put it on the on the on the <laughs> well, telephone pole yeah, i mean like the thing is is that the, it's not some, a garage sale sir i've always it's always so interesting to me that within the estate sale world and in the pawn world mm -hmm. i am a tiny fish in a gigantic pond i mean right. i have you know i have two pawn shops here and, the, and like my compatriots have, you know, 15, 20 pawn shop, you know, it's right. just like these giant, you know, and um, 
when they, you know, I'm just like, I can't even imagine having to, to look after, you know, 60 employees. Yes. <laughs> it gets overwhelming. It gets overwhelming. Yeah. The, right? uh, yeah. The, the largest number that I ever managed directly was like 41. It's overwhelming. Oh, my goodness. Because everyone wants a little bit of your time. They want a little bit of your, you know. Yeah. Little, well, and you get it, right? Well, and, that, and I love mm-hmm. that. I still can give yeah. and I can, you know, if something happens, I can step into that role. Right. You know, that's, uh, that if somebody, you know, has a, you know, catastrophic situation, yeah. death in the family or something that I can just, I can just move my chess exactly. pieces a- enough. And that's why I need some more play chess players. I need some more, need I need some, some more pawns some and more knights. Pawns. And, yes, and, exactly. Yeah. I, uh, I got a, I got an important question for you though. Okay. Okay. My good friend, Karen Guerrero was wearing this leather, um, bracelet yesterday. Yeah. And it made me think of the 70s. Yeah. What is your earliest, fondest moment, um, remembrance of the 70s? Hmm, 1970s. And you were born in 1970? I was born in 1970. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say I remember um, very vividly mm-hmm. that my mom and dad got dressed up one night. Okay. And they were going to a disco. Oh. And my dad had on um, tan bell-bottom pants, right. brown, uh, kind of a heel shoe. Yeah, <laughs> heel right. shoe. Yeah. And he had on a shiny shirt. Okay. And um, my mom had on like a a woven macram, not like a like fringy skirt, and she had on zipper boots. Yeah. And a shiny shirt, and um, they both just had their hair kind of like free flowing, <laughs> and my mom had a like a shawl. <laughs> with fringe on it and, and i remember look, thinking like gosh they look so good they look really good and like i mean i was like six you know like yeah. my, and they they're going yeah. out and so i remember that but the most iconic person mm-hmm. in my life is my aunt stephanie and uh and my aunt stephanie's still alive she is um she is literally the coolest person you mm-hmm. will ever meet right um, no i mean like she exudes it like yeah. it just inner pores like she was, um, she's been, she was a hairdresser. Uh, she, um, got her license at high school, like mm-hmm. when she was like 17 yeah, and opened her own salon. Wow. I mean like crazy wow. stories, right? right? That's crazy. And, um, but when she would go to, um, like Paris hair shows and she'd come back with her hair buzzed, like her whole head buzzed in wow. the seventies, like she was hardcore. Like she went to, um, um, Studio 54 in New York oh, City. Wow. She would go to London a lot. I mean, like, she was, and she, you know, um, and I remember, like, always she was just so freaking cool. And she wore um, a uh, perfume, and I think it's by Yves Saint Laurent, and it's, I think it is, it's called Opium. Oh, okay, you're right, right, and right, right. And I have this, like, beautiful memory of her always smelling so good and just being, like, the freaking coolest person yeah. on the planet, you know. She would always have like a convertible BMW or something, and so she was ahead of her time. Completely. Oh my gosh, yeah. she was so cool. That's very cool. And uh, so, yeah, if I want to say like the most iconic person in my, and you know, she was always like she would not wear just like bell bottoms. They would be like 
she would wear like leather metallic leather bell bottoms yeah and she would wear some kind of tiny little halter top or right. something you know i mean she was just I, cool i always look at the pictures of, of us from the 70s and i think to myself what a spectacularly grubby time in america <laughs> because well, you know what only well okay again i think that was only mainstream yeah because you know halston and yeah. elsa peretti and um you know uh, andy warhol i mean like when you really think about these iconic mm-hmm. um you know truman capote yeah. like those people that was the 70s yeah, right? right right bianca jagger yeah. and like that space right that was right. freaking cool there were some cool things going on in the 70s right i mean and also some horribly inappropriate things oh that, absolutely that created the really the um aids epidemic yep. of the 1980s yes, you know absolutely but the 70s were i don't look at i mean i it was it was very um you know free love it yep. was very much a, a thing but i look back on the 70s as really a, a you know um a lot of grooviness I, I was around a lot of cool people well i love there's a video out there uh that played it once in a while on the major league baseball network talking about baseball for a second here and there there it's the phillies and the cubs and they played this famous game it was like 29 to 27 or something like that and it went into extra innings and they play this game it's, it's at wrigley field the wind is going crazy the field is dry and looks like crap uh there's there's dust blowing everywhere there's trash in the in the air. in the air. The little around. vortexes that yeah, are there's happening. Like kind of <laughs> all the players, like Pete Rose, is playing for the Phillies at the time. He's got like long, shaggy hair. Let me tell you what's yeah. so weird to me, Lewis. Mm-hmm. I think that the baseball players right now look exactly like this 1970s oh, yeah, baseball absolutely. players. They have long hair, those giant um, mustaches. Right. Um, they're like kind of unkept looking. Yeah, they are. They're, and, <laughs> I'm and like, seriously, they kind of look it, like It the gets 70s. worse in the playoffs because like Clayton Kershaw for the Dodgers doesn't change his cap. And it looks like he went out. He looks like he did an, an oil shift change at, uh. at, at, uh, at the loop place. You know that you can – I'm like, do they think that if they clean it, then it washes yeah. off all the good luck? Yeah. 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 There's a lot of superstition. Oh, yeah. So let me tell you a little known fact about me. When uh, I lived in upstate New York when I was in the uh, 7th and 8th grade. And for the first time uh, in the upstate New York, they play things like field hockey. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they also had large women's softball um, leagues and teams. Right. And I'm, so during my 7th and 8th grade years, I played softball. And I loved it. Yeah. It was so fun. And then in uh, the summer after my 8th grade year, my parents, we moved to Canyon City, Colorado. Okay. And so we get to Canyon City, and they don't have any women's sports except volleyball, which I had never played, and basketball, which I had never played. And so when you're in the ninth grade going into a sport, you're kind of behind the eight ball if you've never even been exposed to it. But I knew how to play softball, a.k.a. baseball. Yeah. And so I went up to the baseball coach, and I said, hey, I I just want to play. And he was like, what do you mean? He's like, it's a boys team. I'm like, well, is it against the rules for a girl to play? Wow. And so in my ninth grade, I w- uh, was on the boys baseball team. That's a very good story. Yeah. In Canyon City, Colorado. In Canyon City, Colorado. Yeah, I played. But, um, you know, every time I had my at-bat, um, they were they were hitting me. And so, yeah, we'd get. They hit I, you? Oh, yeah, intentionally. Like oh, hard. Right. Like it was, it was, you wow. know. So I, I took a lot to my ribs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, yeah, and, you know, yeah, we, I might get a base hit or, you know, get to go to, to a base, but okay. Yeah, right. You know, who cares? 
It's inter- so, it's interesting. Uh, Colorado, you know, even the even as we were growing up, that the girls' sports opportunities were still limited. Yeah, it was nineteen like eighty six, yeah. eighty five, eighty six, and so then, um, you know, after the after the the school year, um, you know, I, I wanted to play again, but I was like, you know what, I'll just. I'll just be the team manager. Yeah. And so I just ended up being team, team manager. manager. And, you know, I just kept score. <laughs> That's probably just as important as uh, playing. It, yeah, it was, but it was. At least you got on base, though. You know what's interesting? So I actually played summer league yeah. with all my friends, right? right? And, um, th- and, and what was shocking to them is that I started getting really good. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, I, I'm playing with boys, right? right? And so – I'm, I got to get better, yeah. you know, or stop. And, you know, they always put me in right field and, you know, they didn't let me at a bat very often. And, you know, I'm, I get it, but I was really just doing it for the love of the game. Right. It was right. the only opportunity. And that year they didn't have a ton of players. And so I made the team, you right. know, it was one of those things. And so, um, but I did have, a, I had a lot of fun, but then in high school, I, all I did was, I just was the the team manager my um I, I don't think i told you a story but my my baseball career <coughs> ended in the fourth grade and you know why it ended in the fourth grade you got hit uh no i was playing very well but it was my tough skins remember the pants the <laughs> yes, tough skin pants the knee, the knee pads right okay so so that was the kind of stuff that we would wear when we were kids but our league could not afford pants and baseball pants were not a thing you had so you played in jeans right and i would steal bases Every single time I got on base. And you'd use your tough skins as your... That would be my sliding pants. Right. And they'd be torn up. And there was nothing that my mother hated more than <laughs> torn jeans. And not only that, were they torn, but they were bloodied because we were basically playing on gravel. <laughs> and she would be so upset. And, she, and then she also hated um, Those going Those pants down were to, straight up polyester. Oh, yeah. I mean... They, they were, were like polyester that they melted a little. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, yeah. There was no denim in them. But they, they would they were torn. My mother would be yes. so furious, you know, like... Oh, so I, I was... I was one of those um, uh, poor kids that um, that I wore hand-me-downs of my cousins and stuff. Yeah. So I I actually wore tough skins. Yeah, and uh, so I know I know exactly. They weren't great. They weren't comfortable, and um, they the the inside where the where the extra knee pad yeah. or the knee reinforcement was would be real itchy because inside of it it would start wearing around the edge on right. the inside, and you could feel it. Right. You probably didn't notice no, that. I I just tore them up. That's all. <laughs> I just tore them up. And my mother, my mother didn't wouldn't wouldn't patch them because she didn't want to patch them because she had things to do. Oh my gosh, I had mer- patch. Yes, the patches yeah. were a thing. The yeah. iron-on patches. Yeah, the, I, we didn't have that. She was just like, you're gonna have to wear Isn't those. Isn't that to funny school. that I mean, like we used to really use our clothes into a space uh-huh. where they were shredded. Yes. And now clothing is so disposable. You just get rid of it. Yeah. You just get rid of it. But um, you know, you did um send me a a text and I forgot to bring you a pocket knife, but. Uh, I do have some. I do need a pocket knife. And I have, and I have, I know what pocket knife you need. You actually only, you, so if you're getting into a pill pack, that's what you're trying to do yep. as you're getting older, right? Yes, right. So you actually just need the tiniest little Swiss Army that they make. Oh, okay. Because that little blade on there is like a little freaking razor. It's so sharp. That's all I need. That's all you need. And it's only, just get the little three blade one. You don't need all the corkscrew. Yeah, right. <laughs> and no, the toothpick. Stuff. And actually, I think that little one still comes with a toothpick, I which t- you can buy replaceable parts. For I tell you what though, because I'm I have to take this cholesterol medication, right? And it's a it's a it's a powdered resin. Did, did you have oat milk in your coffee today? No, I just I don't have I don't have any, Mil- any, oh, any no milk, milk at all. No oh, milk wow. at all. Excuse me. So I take this powder, right? And it's vile. But you cannot open the package. It's like 
You're like, it just won't. It won't. It, so you have to use a knife to open this. Not to get it three times now a day. Get, so here's the other thing mm-hmm. you could get. You mm-hmm. could get. There's like a little upgrade of a Swiss Army knife that yeah. has the tiny baby scissors in right. it. Then that might actually be good for a packet like that. Because uh, then you could just snip off that little corner. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it'll, I'm it'll, feeling that. So um, I, I told you, or did I tell y'all, about having a uh, eye issue on Friday? Yes, you told me. Okay, earlier, so yes. yeah, on Friday I uh, woke up and my eye, my left eye, and my eyes are my tools, really, right, truly. Right. I mean, I have buy and sell gold all day. And so, um, and, and silver too, and jewelry and all kinds of things. Look at diamonds and and I woke up on Friday morning and I, and I you know, kind of got in the shower and I was like, man, my left eye is super blurry. Yeah. And, uh, you know, put my glasses on and it did not help it. And I was like, okay, something's up, but maybe it'll, maybe I scratched it. Right. It didn't hurt. That was the other thing. It didn't hurt. It didn't hurt at all. So I went through half the day because I needed to cover a shift for some people. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to call somebody in because I have to go to the eye doctor. Yeah. <clears throat> so I called my manager in. I said, hey, I'm sorry. You know, at 3 o'clock, I need you to come to the store. And then I went to a TSO, Benny Pena, right. and uh, Stephanie. I forget her last name. I got to get them on the show. They're my doc- eye doctors, too. Yeah. And yeah. so I went over there, and they ran, you know, everything yeah. on me. They did everything make sure my retina was okay and everything. And so basically, um, I have a dry eyeball. <laughs> well, you know, they told me the same thing. And so, but mine had gotten a little bit worse um, than just a dry eyeball. Yeah. So the skin on my eye, you know, was just really dry. So they gave me these, what I call fire acid liquid drops. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> and I put them on and just like burn, burn, burn. burn. Lovely. And yes. And then, um, but then after a second, it stops burning. But um, it's hard to, like, you know, when your eye, like, knows what's about to happen, yeah. your eye's like, come on, I don't uh, want to take this yeah. drop in my eye. Isn't that funny, like, how now we're at this point in our lives now where we're like, Okay, well, I can't open up this stupid pack of medicine. You know what? The dry I'm, I'm eye all thing about it. Yeah. I'm all about it. I truly believe that you know aging is a is a. It's hard it's, work. Well, well, it's it's a privilege. It's a privilege and it's hard work. I mean, I had you know I've lost lots of people in my life, yeah. and not all of them got to be you know 51 years old like I am, um, and have children and a beautiful grandson. And, that's the best you know, part about it. And so you know, I'm like, I'll take a little ointment in my eye, right. you know. Right. Or you and, can just be uh, grouchy all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm an insane insomniac now. I mean, if y'all look at me, and my eyes are puffy today. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you came in this morning. You're like, Ugh. oh, yeah, right. Yeah, and it, you know, it happens. It's all right. I'll I can't wait to get my knife though. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go down. Should the I get thing a gold I don't cup? like about being insom- insomniac. What's that? Insomniac is that like one eight o'clock? I'm like, I'm I gotta go night night. Right. <laughs> it's like woo eight o'clock. Guys. Eight o'clock. And I have to, yeah. That's what my wife says when she comes home at night. She's like, um, is it is it nine o'clock yet? Can I go to bed now? I know, right? It's like if you ask, like you feel like if somebody finds out that it's yeah. eight o'clock and I want to go to bed. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be old. You know, uh, there's there's times like when my wife will like she'll we were watching a movie the other day. And she just kind of pulled the blanket over uh, on the chair and just like <laughs> curled up and, and was like, boop, boop, pizza. I'm like, no, yeah. we're watching this movie we're together. No, no, She's like, no I'm, I'm out. You know what you can do? Dignity and I, sometimes it'll take us about um, three nights to get through one episode of Survivor. Oh, <laughs> like we both, whoop, whoop, did you get, where'd you get? Oh, I was at that part where yeah. they were talking about boating that guy out. Okay, I know where we are. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and of course, we, um, uh, we live in, in, in Breathe, uh, Will of Fortune. Do you really? Oh, yeah. Really? Do you guys play together? Who's better at it? Uh, we're pretty equal. Uh, you know, Dan's really good at. He's always good at guessing. You know, when the winner that's fixing to go to the, you know, the main deal, and yeah. they have some. Okay, choose phrase, 
what you been doing and, and animal or whatever the thing, you know? Right. And um, he's always like, what you been doing? You know, and they'll always say what he yeah, says. Right. So Do you remember the uh, early version of that show when you had to buy your, your, you get the money, but you had to buy the overpriced crap that they, 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 you go to the, you, I do not. They had that. I, I, think, I think that's what the early version of the I show. Don't, I don't. Remember if anybody remembers that, let, let us know. In the, the, in the, the '70s thing that I remember was um, the one, the match game. I mm. I was a hardcore watcher of that. Was and that with Betty White's husband? Yeah, and, and Betty and White. He had the, and he had the yes, long, the yes. long, the long microphone. Oh, Betty White. Yes, mm. and um, there are so many characters on that. And yeah. then um, Price is Right. Price that, is Right. Yeah, yeah, Price is Right. Who never? Who doesn't forget the Price is Right? That's so good. Yeah. Right. Um, what, is there a game show you'd go on? Which one would you go on? Wheel of Fortune? Oh, no. Deal or no deal. Deal or no deal. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Is that the one uh-huh. with the, uh, the, can- the, the... The briefcases. The briefcase. Oh, yeah. Right, that, right. That's what I would do. Is that, is that Howie Mandel that does that? Yes. Okay. And if it got over 200000 I'm taking the money. Okay? Taking the money, yeah. I'm sorry. You know, you're... You got like, for me, it's always so crazy. It's like you got a million dollars on yeah, the board, right? right? And then they've got like 50 grand and $300, $200, $100, and $5. And yeah. they're like, not taking it. I'm like, dude, if you pick this million dollar, you're going to have 50 grand. Right now, they're offering you $300,000. You came in here with nothing. Nothing, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. your limit right there. Two hundred thousand. I'm, oh, I'm out. Peace out. I am peace. I don't care what's in my thing. Yeah. I just won two hundred thousand right. dollars. I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'll take that. I'll yeah, take that I, don't, risk. I don't. Anyways, yeah, but that that does. Um, and then uh, I do like to play Scrabble with Gene. Okay. Yeah, we used to be really good at getting up in the morning and playing. I, I need to go, but. I always like the big version of it where you can just spin the board instead yeah. of having to crook your neck. I always like the $25,000 pyramid with Dick Clark. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. Especially when one. the celebrities actually got into it and they would do a really good job and, you know. Oh, like, and that person would win $25,000. Yeah. yeah. Everyone would get excited. You know? Yeah. That was, that was very cool as well. Yeah. You know, I, I've, I'm always like the person, if there's a drawing, I'm going to win. Yeah. I'm, I've always been that person. Right. I'm always going to be that person. Uh, I just expect to win. And um, I can't imagine what it would take to win, like, you know, a million bucks. That's, right. that's insane, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, so be, See, would I would be, never yeah. be on Survivor. Right. I'd love to watch it. I'm, I'm not a camper. We did a thing one time <laughs> where we had an editor. Well, it was before I was the editor, but it was an, a previous editor who actually I had known and considered to kind of be a mentor. And he had walked over to a gas, the uh, liquor store across the street from the newspaper office and won, like, Sixty thousand dollars, but oh. never told anybody. The scratch off, like a scra- but that's public record in in, in, in California. Oh, so we hilarious. we were pulling the public records out of it. They had built a database of all the winners and everything like that, and we're like, whoa, wait a minute here, this guy won not once but twice over there. <laughs> so um, that was his little honey hole. That was a little honey hole. Was he going over across there the getting yeah. some scratch offs yeah. or something? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Um, I love it. And everyone everyone who knew him is like, he never said a word about that, you know. Yes. Probably didn't want to tell anybody about that in the first place. Yes. But, you know, the story I was telling you about the baseball game, the beautiful thing about that baseball game is that it's spectacularly grubby. You know that the players are all out there. This isn't like baseball now. When you go to Wrigley Field now, it's hard to get in. Everyone has their their Cubs gear on, you know. There was none of that in the 70s, right? So you still have guys wearing, like, you know, like, like business – because it's a day game, so they were wearing kind of business attire – but then if you when they panned over to the outfield and into like the the third base side kind of short right short left field 
there's nothing but shirtless guys and little grubby kids running around chasing fast with like cut off jean shorts and things like that. And you just see him running around, and it's just bizarre to watch now. Because when you go to a game now, you you have to have your gear on. You know, you got to have your your you know Texas Rangers or Astros stuff on. You wouldn't think about it before, but in those days, it was that, just that was just that go. was not, you just go. go. You, don't, you, you just you, you just wear. It was like a drive-in movie theater. Yeah, if you had go. a hat, you were you were kind of you, it was that was a little that, I, that's cool. I um I went to a lot of Rangers games living in um. Fort Worth, Dallas. Yeah, yeah the new field, by the way, uh, Globe Life, Life Field. Um, I haven't is been just, to that one. It looks. I mean, I have not been into it, but I've seen it driving by. It's just huge, and it looks spectacular. I love. And it, I, when I was going to the Ranger games, it was like free kid night kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, right, know? right. I mean, was, Did you go? You were when they were in the old stadium, though, right? Yes. The pre, yes, the yes, pre, yes. nice stadium where they'd give you a baseball at the at the um, at the when you entered. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I guess one of the reasons why they moved into the new stadium was it just it's just too damn hot in in Dallas in in the summertime. So well, it is. Have you ever have you been in the new Dallas stadium? I've not. Oh smokes! Yeah, that I, place is. Yeah, it's incredible. Jerry Jones' contributions to American uh, sports architecture is is profound because that stadium is, the, um, is amazing. That, but he, I don't like it. You don't to like be, it? I, well, is I, it too big? Be, well, it's if you're all the way up. So they, you tip forward. I mean, yeah. like, I just – I was sitting in my back my seat, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm holding on for a ride. Right. And then that giant jumbotron, it was insane. Yeah. But it really was. It was like, oh, keep walking, right. going. You're going to get to your seat soon. Someplace, yeah. <laughs> and, oh, wait, now we have to climb 50 stairs. It's a, I don't think the last time I've been to a big stadium – I was stadium. literally like, I could touch the yeah. top. <laughs> uh, last time I've been in a big st- – usually I'm on the field, but when I actually have sat in a uh, stadium – I want to say it's either Coors Field in in Denver, or which is a great facility, a great stadium, um, or maybe McLean Stadium in Waco. But I so I, uh, I went there for um, the Cotton Bowl when uh, oh, okay when Johnny played. Uh, oh right, right, against right. Oklahoma. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was amazing. And Eminem. It was Oklahoma. fun. It was fun. It was yeah. a fun game. Um, okay, so what do you got? So your your next big estate sale is when? Well, so it's this coming. So actually. So here's the thing. I'm going to have a appointment only sell okay. that uh, I'll probably open the appointments this weekend, probably Friday and Saturday. We'll start taking appointments into the house because we're still setting up and pricing it. Yeah. And then next weekend, I actually have a, a an estate sale in a home, uh, a regular estate sale, a Saturday only uh, Easter weekend in uh, off of Upper Turtle Creek, way out there. Okay. <clears throat> That's a really going to be a cool cool sell. Lots of lots of nice things. And but the one this this week that we're setting up is uh is really nice but it's in a um, a closed community so I'm not gonna say where it is yet right but um I will be taking appointments and and posting photos I'm, I'm basically just gonna give people the address once they call and get the appointment right. what about this yeah. baseball thing when you gonna, what are you, what are you gonna, when you gonna so the baseball thing is a whole another thing so right. that's in another closed community right and uh, so I have to go and clean the house out okay. and so I'm gonna do that I'll probably do that. Oh, I don't know. I want to have some time. <laughs> yeah, right. When you have some, we have some time to get get things done. I mean, I was called. He called me on Saturday and said, "Hey, Rachel, we're good to go." And I was like, "All right, ah, okay, uh, okay." I'll get out there at some point. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Right. And so that was that's that was been hard. When you take a break, though, uh, when are you gonna take a break? When are you gonna take a, you gonna take a, take a vacation? So, um, I. Talked to my husband about this last night. Mm-hmm. I have a big problem. So does he. What's that? Our passports expired. That's a big problem. 
So kind of limit your options. We're gonna either we're just gonna do a little. We probably will go to to Miami Beach or I love the Keys. Yeah. I like to go to Key West. Uh, I love. Um, I'll have to go to Vegas. Uh, I, I, and uh, I have an opportunity to go with him to um, Boston soon. And our son Nicholas is in New York, so yeah. we'll probably. I mean, we've got some options. We don't have to leave. The I country. think uh, we, uh, I was sitting on a call. Facebook's gonna do a big event, and they're gonna send people to Los Angeles and, and New York and. I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm like uh, I don't really want to go to Los Angeles. Um, I'll take New York. My yeah. wife is like, I don't go to either one of them. You know, New York's fun. I, I agree. I, was like, I love I, New York. I, I, yeah. I, I've been I, to L.A. Like, many times. So. I like New York because it's so different than the life we live here. Oh, it's so different. Right. And so my son, Nicholas, is really thriving there. He's having a great time. We had a great trip, by the way, to Boston. Yeah. We had a great time. Yeah. There. Boston's awesome. Yeah, We really yeah. enjoyed it. I love it. If I if, if I had my dithers where i'm gonna be i want to be in providence rhode island i want to be right on the water just like looking out yeah yeah that's a beautiful we drove to um it was interesting that we went to newport rhode island and i thought it would antiques in that i I can imagine i can imagine no here's the the thing though i thought well this would be really cool and it was but it wasn't at the same time so like the actual kind of you know areas to walk around that was kind of that was okay but boy, the houses though; those are legitimately. Let's uh, let's ask uh, let's ask the listeners what yeah. is their favorite place to vacation? Vacation, yeah. Where do now, you want to go? Yeah, where do you, where do they want to? Where go? do you want to go? Fill it out. Give into us things. give us some give us some ideas uh, about a places that we uh, we need to think about yeah. to going. Like Sandy Wolf Mueller always says, uh, they go uh, to Florida. No, yeah, but it's called um, Seaside. No, uh, she's not. No. Oh, she's Sanibel Island. Sanibel Island. Sanibel there Island, you go. Right, Sanibel Island. <clears throat> um, I get, I can only imagine what Tony Fontaine Jenner's going to say. I I, lo- I I like the idea of Key West though, and I've done the the western part, but I haven't been. I've done key, the Keys, but I'm, I haven't been as far as far south as Marathon now. So, um, there are people who want to challenge you in Scrabble though. <laughs> Sorry, Carolyn I saw Randall that. <laughs> wants to. St- and Alyssa Lutz, but now he drives a Buick. I'm trying to remember what that's in uh, uh, reference to. So, Karen Guerrero saying good morning to you. <laughs> good morning. Vegas, Vegas Italy, Italy, mountains anywhere. Santa Fe, of course, Santa Fe. I would Caroline go to Santa Randall, she's an epic human. Santa Fe, I love it. Santa Fe for the Hi, Caroline. Santa Fe for the food and um, the food and the art. Santa Fe has great wine too yeah yeah and yeah. um they have uh i love to look at the jewelry yeah right. I, I love to look at i love southwest jewelry. casablanca i've always wanted to go to ingram texas bye <laughs> um uh, let's see <laughs> well that is a beautiful place i mean if you have a bunch of people we had a uh, um my mother-in-law's uh 80th birthday i think that's okay out there and it was pretty awesome my mother is threatening to come out here um this month or maybe next month and she was grousing about how much how expensive it was to fly to san antonio <coughs> you said wait till <coughs> you look at the prices of airbnb i said uh, <laughs> i said uh, hey what's the deal uh, she goes oh, we're just gonna drive i'm like no you're not gonna drive she goes right, we'll, we'll drive i'm like no you're not gonna drive just get enough just you know buy buy a buy a plane but, uh, you know, my dad, you know, when they came out here, they really thought it was great. They thought it was really, really nice. Thought it was very, you know, very unique. So this is definitely a destination spot for some people. That's Absolutely. For sure. yeah. yeah. We we actually know a, a family um, from Austin that comes to the Y.O. Mm-hmm. 
or into the hills, one of them. Uh, and every year for Thanksgiving, that's what they do. They come to the end of the hills. Yeah. Interesting. Isn't it? I, um, I'm Vegas out. I have no interest in Vegas anymore. Yeah. Well, you probably don't do Vegas like I do. But you go, the, you go, you go for the restaurants though, right? Yep. I yeah. Do, and I do, I go to like the, um, the spas are so yeah. epic. Yeah. That's the, true. I mean, I, I, okay. Let me, let me, let me, let me phrase that. If I'm if I'm doing the dude trip, I'm I'm done with that. But if I'm going to have food and uh, and like a like a spa experience or a pool experience, then maybe I would consider it. Uh, no, so. Seriously, that's really what. Mm. And and you know we when we get there, um, I love getting my hair done in mm. Vegas. Like yeah. those people know what they're doing, and right. they're, they're, it's just fabulous. And like give me a twenty minute head massage yeah. before they do it, right. and then they, you know, they it's just it's just such a luxurious experience. And there's not really a, a place here for that. And you know, they, but you put a robe on, you go to the spa then you go to get your hair done and you go put your clothes back on and then you can get ready in that room it's just and it's beautiful and it smells great and you'll get a massage and all that i I got my first shiatsu massage in in vegas and it was life-changing it was a bit it was yeah i mean i was really just so fabulous and and that's what it's like i love that kind of that spoil myself kind of space that's what i what i do there and then uh when i take um natalie and annie we usually go and, and go shopping and uh, we decide where we want to, uh, what we what we want to go win. And I'm well, like, come and, on, girls, let's see if we can and, go win it. And now. every place has every every place in Vegas now has like it, they still have all of them still have like the shopping malls inside of them too. Yes, like that's a, yeah. And well, like and, that. and we like to stay at the Aria, and mm-hmm. so the Crystals is next door. But yeah, we go to the Neiman's, and we like to go to the Fashion Mall. Is yeah, what it's called. right. Eat at great food. Just there's actually really. um, there's a part of uh, Vegas though. It's really interesting that uh, it's kind of just uh, I guess it'd be south of downtown. Um, of, of the old Vegas part where they have mid-century modern antique stores like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, Vegas has a lot of great stores. The, um, the, uh, the um, consignment shops there for um, sure. for luxury handbags are fabulous. Um, the uh, There's just a different space mm-hmm. there. Uh, I also like to go to Henderson. Okay. And uh, that's a different has a different vibe. Very different and, vibe, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, Vegas for us is, we, we, we have a good time. Henderson is like, uh, if you haven't been to Henderson, Henderson is like uh, just a big, spectacular suburb now of, yes. of Vegas. So And they have great shopping again yeah. and great food. Right. And, yeah. Ingram so. is the gateway to hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Fontaine-Jenner coming in with her <laughs> with her take on the I whole thing. Uh, yeah, so so there you go. So so you're, you've got to figure the vacation thing out. I know. I need to. I got to get some employees going. So yeah. right now we have a, a bounty. We want bo- everyone uh, in Kerr County okay. to be a headhunter. All right. And so we have $200 to anyone who refers. We have to know them. Like, yeah. hey, who'd you hear? This? Who, who told us about this job? Oh, my friend Lewis did. Yeah. And uh, so we, if we they get hired and they last 90 days. You get $200. <laughs> yes. They last. Okay. Yes. That's fair the, enough. That's fair a, enough. Yeah. That's kind of our okay, help us out, Kerrville. I love it. Yeah, I and, love it. and we just have a lot of positions open right now. So we all, everyone needs help. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and especially so, immaturity and loyalty is the key. That is our. Those are our two um, kind of takeaways of like what kind of. Do you have to have like a license to do that kind of stuff, like the punch? Yeah, work? it's no big deal. I mean, really? you just have to pass a federal background check. I mean, that's, that's pretty. Which easy. means like you're not, you don't have felonies, and you're not doing drugs currently. Right. right. <laughs> Or, or habitually. <laughs> right. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, um, it's that's helpful. Really... That's helpful to your overall statement. Oh, he's not, he's not using today. And that's, yeah. Great. So that's, I'm going to say that's a hundred percent, uh, one of the things that we have to have. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm going to come by. Especially when you're handling I, handguns. I, hand and, and knives. 
Yeah, I just need a little bullets, the little Swiss yeah. knife. So I'm gonna go Swiss Army knife. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check that out. Yeah. All okay. right. We're good. Uh, we're good. Tomorrow's show, by the way. Um, we have a huge show tomorrow. It's going to be Lucy Wilkie will be here. It's National Child Abuse Abuse Awareness Month, which is irritating that we have to have a month dedicated to awareness of this, but we know it's a problem. We have facilities here in Kerrville and Kerr County and uh, Ingram that uh, deal with this kind of stuff with our, with our youth. Um, Don't they put something at the courthouse? Like it, every one of the signs signifies a child that's yep. been abused in yeah. Kerr County in the last year. It's just terrifying. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, and, and, and <coughs> so Lucy will be here. Uh, we'll have Kelly early here tomorrow. We'll have other representatives. We'll have the Hill Country Crisis Council. Uh, we'll have another group here uh, speaking tomorrow. We'll have a robust show. It'll be a good show uh, tomorrow, and uh, that'll be it'll, it'll be hard. It'll be a hard conversation because I remember when I was a, a younger reporter, and I would have to do a police shift every once in a while, and I'd like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to. I don't want to write about kids being abused. And there was one old crusty guy on the desk. Like, Why do you care? I'm like, I have a kid. You don't. You know. So. It, it bothers me. I don't feel objective. I did a ride stuff. along when I was in high school yeah. and um, we were kind of peru- per, you know, perusing the, the park. Yeah. And we stopped and um, there was a, they, you know, like some homeless people. Mm-hmm. And one of them was like a 14 year old boy. Oh really? And he'd run away. Oh wow. And they, but he'd been gone for like six months. And we picked him up. And they got and, did, and got him back home. Oh wow! Yeah, and it was kind of like to me, and you know, here I am, a sixteen-year-old girl in this, in high school, going, right. "Holy smokes!" Wow. This is a different world there. Totally different. I'm going on a ride along on Friday night, by the way. Oh hey, well there yeah, you go. I'm going to go check out the the police uh, work and uh, part of my uh, citizens uh, police academy work that I'm doing right now. Also on Friday, uh, we are. Um, well, I tell you what, it's going to be a great show on Friday too. We're going to have Daryl Beecham here possibly Charlie McElvain. So I can't tell them apart sometimes. So that's going to be fun. And Jenna Mopes will be here as well. Um, but Char- but, but Daryl's promising to bring an artist with me. And if you haven't been, go. It started yesterday. It's continuing on through July. It's the, uh, the Heavens Declare uh, uh, exhibition over at the Museum of Western Art. Uh, it's, I think, um, Rachel, it's the best show they've done yet. Okay. At least in my two or three years I've been here, and there's been some fabulous shows like the you can't beat the, uh, the auction, but this one really sings to me, and uh, I, I I I highly recommend it. Uh, so Daryl will be here to talk about it on, um, on Friday. On Friday. So okay, cool. There you go. Well, everybody have a great day. Yeah, have a great day. Wonderful Wednesday. A wonderful Wednesday. Make it a wonderful Definitely. Wednesday. They make it a, make it a wonderful Wednesday for sure. So everyone have a great day. We'll see you guys uh, tomorrow. Bye guys. No. No broken promises, no busy tones Just what it takes, just make believe